Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today we are talking about, <laughs> about, about the 2021 Candyman movie just called Candyman. It is a sequel slash reboot. It's a reboot call or sequel oot or sequel boot of the 1992 horror classic and in my opinion the best horror movie of the 1990s also simply called Candyman. I was very excited for this movie and I have to say there's a lot of good in this movie but for me overall yeah it is really disappointing um there will be slight spoilers in this movie or in, in this review Jesus I cannot talk in this review there will there will be slight spoilers um mostly for the last um couple of minutes in of the film the last 10 15 minutes and a couple parts Mostly my negatives. Let's let let's just say that, shall we? Most of my most of the spoilers I will be saying about this film are my negatives. Okay. Um, because I want because I, because I just want to talk about my negatives, and I have to spoil the film to talk about my negatives. Um, but starting out with the positives because I, I do have uh quite a few of them um the acting and the directing the cinematography um if you know the Candyman lore uh mirror play is what I'll say I guess uh the way they use mirrors um is really cool uh the script for the most part is pretty good um and the kills and the practical effects and the blood are used in a very different and unique way that I haven't seen in a horror film. It's like 2014's Godzilla where they don't show you Godzilla but they also are showing you a little bit of Godzilla before like in Godzilla 2014 when uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character is hiding from Godzilla and she's in that like shelter place that the doors close in but you're still watching the uh you're still watching the the muto and godzilla fight it's kind of like that but you do see blood you do see um you you do see um gash uh, you, 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 you you see gashes or slices on the on the people um but most of the violence is hidden. Most of it is. Not all of it, but most of it. But I I, I did like this film for the, for the most part. Um, for the majority of the film. Um, the biggest problem that I have with this film... Going to get into some spoilers here. Um is the heavy 
heavy, 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 heavy as hell social commentary, social message throughout the film. It's very, we're in the original Candyman. I think they, they did it perfectly where they have the social commentary weaved in with the story. With this movie, the social commentary is just, oh yeah, black black people being oppressed by the white people. Um, Just like in, in conversation that these characters are having. And while I think, yeah, they're, they're right, this is happening in, in, the, in America today. It's also, if you weave it into the story, it's, 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 it's just, it's better. They, they did it better in the original film. They didn't, and they, and they, and they didn't, pound you in the face with the social commentary also. It was just kind of there and it was subtle. And in this film it's bam, 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 bam. Because every single police officer, every single, every single, mostly every person of, of, of power in this film is white. And they're all basically jerks or weirdos or assholes. And it's kind of like, okay, I get it, Jordan Peele. I get it, Nia DaCosta. I get the other producers and writer of this film. I don't remember your name. I get it. You're all three probably black. But at the same time, come on. I get it, but come on. It, it just, yeah, it was, it was really, really like, come on. It was, it, it got to the point where it's annoying, and that, and that is one of my biggest problems. And I know he did not direct this film. One of my biggest problems with Jordan Peele's other two horror films that he directed is the social commentary, the heavy-handedness of that social commentary. So. And then this movie, not there's not really spoilers to say here. There's some creepy, cool moments, but this movie really isn't that scary. The original film is really creepy. It's really disturbing. It's it's scary too. This movie is not that. This movie has some tense moments that aren't really tense. They're fine. Just some some flickering lights and. Some a a vision of the Candyman appears. Speaking of the Candyman himself, Tony Todd. Again, spoilers. I understand what they tried to do. They they're basically saying, okay, the Candyman can be any person who was wronged. But I'm sorry. I, I I get it. At the end of the first film, spoilers for the end of the first film, 
our main our main character Helen becomes the Candyman. They just completely forget about her. It's like, what the hell? And the... I believe there's two men in this movie that are... That's Candyman. Um, that are not Tony Todd. Because... Tony Todd is Candyman at the very end of this film for the last, I don't know, 20 seconds. You see the girlfriend of the wife of the main character walk out and behind the gate you see Candyman gutting this white police officer. Dude falls to the ground. And can't and there's bees around Candyman's face, and I'm like, please make this be the time we actually see Tony Todd in this film. Bees spread out of from his face a little bit. You see him. You see a de-aged Tony Todd. Pretty good de-aging effects. I, I was very, I, 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 they did a very good job with that. And then the bees. Move back even more, and he and he talks, and it was just great to hear his voice, which this movie was also lacking. The two other men who play Candyman, uh, if they even did speak in the film, they didn't. They weren't memorable. Their voice was not mem- memorable. But seeing Tony Todd say new Candyman lines that are the same Candyman lines, but having but having more of him to, him to say it was pretty awesome, in my opinion. And it was cool to see him for 20, 30 seconds, whatever it was. I was like, man, come on. I want more Todd. Ugh. Like I said in my, my review of the first film, the scene in the first movie, when you first really get your real first glimpse of Candyman, is in broad daylight. Okay. Somehow they made that scene scary. Somehow they made that scene creepy. And Tony Todd's voice is all of it. And when you get those two lines, two or three lines, whatever it is in this film, of Tony Todd as actual Candyman, the Daniel Robitaille Candyman, you, you get, and you're like, I want more. Come on. Oh. I have to say this, though. Uh, a positive, too, that I forgot about. They branch out with the making of the Candyman can be anybody that was wronged. That's cool. I like that take. I want to get that out there, too. But my biggest problem with this film, I said it beforehand, is the last 10, 15 minutes of this film. Absolutely killed the movie for me. I liked the movie overall. I'd probably give it a B or B or a B plus. If but if the if they would have stuck the landing, probably would have been an A and an A an A minus. But the ending brings this movie down completely. It's rushed and it's just awful. Again, spoilers. Holy Christ. 
Okay. I like Halloween 2018 quite a bit. It's actually my second favorite Halloween film film. Okay? But the Dr. Sartain scene, when he wants to basically, you know, when where he basically wants to see Michael kill, he wants to... He, that, that scene is awful. The movie is able to to pick itself back up off the floor and and it became good for me. Oh, for this movie because it's the last 10, 15 minutes of this movie that doesn't get that doesn't get that opportunity to pick itself back up. I mean there's a character in the film, his name is like Burke. I believe the character's name is. He's the laundromat guy. My God. I mean, literally, my God. People, okay. This character, I was liking the character. He was really cruel. He was really weird. He knew a lot about Candyman. And then you find out he's the kid from the very beginning of the film who saw this imp- this imposter Candyman that wasn't actually Candyman. That's what I think they're implying. I could be wrong. But anyway, you have this character who is basically obsessed with Candyman. And it's really cool. He's, he's, it's like Dr. Sartain. Again, it's like Dr. Sartain. But he wants to make Anthony this new Candyman, this, this imposter-like Candyman that's it was it was really like that Dr. Sartain. Like, my mind was like, oh, like when the scene was happening, I was like, oh, my God, they're doing a Dr. Sartain. Like, that's like, that's what I said in my in my mind when that scene happened. I was like, no. Oh, my God. I was just, God, I did not like that scene. The last 10, 15 minutes of this movie, much at all. The only thing I liked is that we saw Tony Todd for the last 20, 30 seconds. Like, there's... Like, oh, okay. So the girlfriend escapes the Burke character in this church. She runs out. Burke chases her down. She gets this, like... I don't know. It it looked like the exact same weapon that, that... Dr. Sartain used in twenty eight in Halloween twenty eighteen. The like pen knife thing, it's like really skinny knife. And she the Burke catches up with her. He she kills Burke like through like off screen, but you can hear the squishing and the squelching of the eye or the and the head or head or whatever. It's really nasty. And then Anthony comes in the door from just getting his arm like, half of it, like, like, a good portion of his wrist, like, sawed off by Burke, and, and, and the, the hook, you know, put in to his, to his arm, like Candyman has, because Burke's trying to make him this, this fake Candyman. So we get this scene where Anthony is dying because, well, Throughout, throughout the film, he gets, well, at the end of the film, he gets stung by a bee. And then his 
arm starts to decay and his whole face and his whole side of the rest of his body starts to decay. Like, even kind of starting to kind of look like like Candyman. They walk up to his girlfriend and then just collapses. The cops get in, or because Burke called the cops. And then the girlfriend yells, in here, in here. And then we get the, the dumbest thing ever that was, I was just like, really? Because I couldn't see what was going on. I you couldn't tell. These cops are like, I see a weapon, fire! I don't know who they were, like, you, because you never actually see the cops, you just hear, you just hear them off screen go, fire, I see a weapon, fire, fire, you know, put it down. You, and then you just hear gunshots. And the girlfriend looks down and she's like feeling her chest, feeling her stomach, you know. I, I don't know, I still don't know who the cops actually were, were firing at. Where 10 seconds before the cops came in, we see Anthony in his girlfriend's arms, because, you know, he collapsed. Scene pulls out, the cops are standing, are, stand, are standing there, and Anthony's on the ground behind his girlfriend. And I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? What? Wh what? And then we get this scene where, again, the social commentary message is pounded into to you. The girlfriend's arrested, put in the back of a cop car. Again, this white cop comes in and is like, you have two choices. And they're basically... You're I'm you're either going to say that that you were you know kidnapped and 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 Burke killed this guy, or we're going we're gonna to say that you were an accomplice and you're going to to jail. Again, pounding it in that white pe people are pieces of shit human beings, and it was just like, what the fuck are they doing? Sorry for the language, but it's like, dude. Did you watch the original film? They didn't pound it into your fucking skull. They used story. They used it subtly throughout the film. This this film just... I'm a white piece of shit cop. I'm going to tell you, a black person, a black woman, you're going to do this or you're going to jail. If not, you're going to go free. It was like, get the fuck out of here. This is, oh my god, it's my problem with Jordan Peele's horror films. And again, I know he did not direct this film, but he co-wrote it and produced it. And it's my biggest problem, one of my biggest problems with both of his other horror films that he directed and co-wrote or wrote is the, is the social message is pounded into your face and it's annoying. It's so annoying. I agree with the message. I do think that black pe people are wronged. I think white people are wrong. Wrong. Mexicans, Latinos, you know, Asians, everybody. It's not. I just. I don't get it. 
why they have to pound it in the fucking skull. It's so annoying. And then after, when the girlfriend escapes the cop car, because Anthony, because the, the girlfriend, which was a strange thing, I, but I guess she kind of was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to do this. She says to the cop, okay, I'll tell you if you, if you let me see myself in the, in the mirror. And the cop's like, no. She's like, come on, I'll, I, will, I, will, I will say whatever you want me to. The cop turns the mirror, and you see her in the and you see, and she sees her reflection in the mirror, back of the car, and she goes, Candyman, and says it five times. I'm not going to say it because I just saw the film, and I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> so anyway, she says, she says Candyman five times. I guess he's dead now because he died in her arms and then got shot apparently, but whatever. Anthony comes out, asks the new Candyman, and just wreck shop on these cops. The the their their Glock pistols aren't working. He's slicing them down. It's awesome. There's blood everywhere. You're, I'm like, yes, this is cool. But still, the, what just happened was was, was kind of dumb. With the with the, uh, it's just weird. And then we get the scene with Tony Todd. He takes one of the cops around the corner, guts him, and then you see Tony Todd with the bees, you know, move off his face, and then they move off his face even more. And yeah, it was, besides the Tony Todd stuff in that couple minutes where she wrecked shop, where the new Candyman, Anthony, wrecked shop for a second, I was like, eh, this finale is really not very good. It's really rushed. I, I this movie, this, this movie's like ninety-one minutes, like an hour and thirty-one minutes. So yeah, it's nine, it's, it's ninety-one minutes, and it's very, 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 very rushed. Especially in that last, like I said, ten, fifteen minutes. And unfortunately, I cannot give this film a good grade. Due to that last 15, 10, 15 minutes, really bringing this film down for me a lot. So I'm going to give I'm going to give it a C because I was liking the movie a lot, and it just whoop, way down because. Of that last 10-15 minutes. I was interested in this story. Didn't ham- By the way, I should say. Spoilers again. The char- our, our, our main character. If you've seen the original film. Our main character of this film is the baby. Who Helen Lyle saves at the end of the first film. Anthony. That's the same character. So, the way that, the way that they make it like, oh, by the way, he is, this this baby, they didn't, they introduced this plot as part of the plot 
uh, way too early, or way too late, excuse me, into the movie. And I believe her name is Vanessa Williams, who plays his mom. Same actress who plays his mom in the first film. Probably my favorite scene in the film when she tells him all this stuff because she was so good in, in, in Yahya Abdul-Mateen II also is a very good actor. That was a cool emotional scene but it didn't have that resonance with me. It didn't have that emotional impact because they just, it didn't, it, it wasn't that, eh, it didn't quite get there for me. But besides those negatives, like I said, the acting, the directing and the cinematography, the cool-ass mirror play, and the kills and the, and the different and very cool way that they, that, 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 that they shot the kills, and the majority of the script was really good. Um, and the, again, the practical blood and stuff like that is awesome always to see. But again, it's just those, that stuff, mostly in that last 15, 10, 15 minutes that bring it down, and the heavy, heavy-handed social, social commentary. And not having Tony Todd throughout the entire film. But I understand why they didn't because of the story arc, of the story point that where they, where they went with the story of anybody can be Candyman. So, yeah, a C is what I'm going to give it. I liked a lot of this film, but the last few minutes brought it way down for me. So, yeah, I'm going to, like I said, I, I'm going to give it a C, wish it was better, I'll talk to you guys later, alrighty, bye.